Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of Talking with Your Therapist. Um, I want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who has listened for the last two episodes. I know it's been like a week and a half since I last posted an episode, but I think like I said the first time around, I wanted this to be something more casual and not feel so structured. So I'm actually in Walla Walla this weekend where my sister and brother-in-law and their two kiddos live. Um, I came out here and visited for my nephew's first birthday party, which was a blast. And my sister and I had decided sort of last minute to record an episode. So we're doing things a little bit differently today. Um, Less mental health, more about love because it's Valentine's Day. So what else would we talk about? But also I have my very first guest and it's my sister. (laughs) So her name is Amanda. Um, We're six years apart. And what else about us? We used to not like each other. Yes, we used to not like each other. Um, Now we do like each other, just to clear that up. Um, But yeah, my sister and I shared a room for most of our life, and I think like most siblings who share rooms hated each other, Uh, but we like each other, I think, as soon as she moved out of the house. Um, And then actually, when I moved to Seattle two years ago, two and a half years ago, I actually moved in with my sister and brother-in-law and lived there rent-free for three months before moving out, and so I got to hang out with my youngest nephew and got to hang out with my sister a lot. So anyways, I'm here in Walla Walla and we are going to record an episode on love. So um, we were kind of talking about what to talk about and the topic that I came up with was I feel and maybe a lot of other people feel like I am behind schedule when it comes to being in a relationship. So I'm single. I've been single for um, a very long time, like three years, maybe, and four years, four years, four years, I think, I don't know, a while. Um, and I am 28 and I feel like I should be married with children right now. And I know my sister felt this way when she was in her twenties. So we're going to just kind of chat about what that feels like. Um, and what it feels like now to be married. My sister's married with two kids. So yeah, take it away, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess talk about, let's talk about how you, did you ever have the feelings that you felt like you were behind schedule? Like when you first moved to Seattle and you were single, did you ever have those moments where you felt like, why am I not meeting anyone? One, am I going to be single for the rest of my life? I didn't feel that way when I moved to Seattle. I felt that way before and when I was living in San Diego because there was so much emphasis put on that. Um, and people in San Diego, the, the dating scene was terrible. People were really superficial. And then when I moved to Seattle, I I mean, I moved there because I just needed something different. So I moved. I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody. I transferred my job. And I don't know how long I was living there before I met my first friends, but I mean, I'm I'm still friends with those people today and I moved in 2014. So it's been a long time. And when I moved to Seattle, I, my focus was just finding friends. I didn't, because I didn't know anybody 
and I didn't have any relationships. I was just trying to find friends to to have as a support system. So I didn't really care about boyfriends. And I felt like when I finally did, you know, meet Crystal and my group of friends, dating was the last thing I thought about. I still was on the apps and I did all of that stuff and I went out on dates and, you know, they were terrible. But that wasn't important to me anymore because I had a solid group of friends and I for the first time in a long time really had a fun life and I enjoyed my life and I was having fun and I was just out kind of doing my thing that doesn't mean I wasn't thinking about Mm -hmm. the fact that I wanted to have a boyfriend and be in a relationship but it wasn't my priority and so when I did meet Rock totally wasn't looking for that we met a random night we he came with us to a party that me and my friends were going to. He wasn't supposed to. He just kind of randomly tagged along with us. I totally wasn't interested in him. I was, well, that's not fair. He was cute. But he wasn't... Was. He wasn't... Well, he is cute. But he wasn't... I wasn't... That wasn't what I was trying to accomplish. I wasn't like, oh, he's cute. I'm gonna, you know, be with him. But then he just kind of kept coming around and it was super unexpected and it he just kind of happened. We we just kind of happened. But yeah, I mean, before that, I was just... Enjoying life. I was just enjoying life. And I was in my late 20s and I was just having fun. Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing to touch on because actually I was talking to my sister about it in the car today that I haven't had dating apps on my phone for a while. Um, and I don't really have any desire to download them just because my experiences have been not great. But I was talking to my sister about how I finally have a really solid, good group of friends that we all have a lot of things in common. We like to go out. We like to even just like spend time at my house, sitting on the couch, drinking beer. Um, I think for the first time in quite some time, I have fun with people. And so I too am now in the same position of like, I'm not actively looking for a boyfriend or, um, a love interest, maybe because that level of relationship. And I guess I would even say love. I mean, I love my friends in Mm -hmm. a different form of love, but that form of love is present. And so I'm no longer feeling like I'm missing a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So I like that you touched on that, that you had a really good group of friends and that kind of filled the gap before you met Rock. Because being in a relationship, I mean, my relationship is not hard. Rock and I, I think are the definition of soulmates. So mm-hmm. my, our relationship is not hard, but you know, it, it's definitely harder than being on your own and only mm-hmm. being responsible for yourself. But the other thing I would say is that when you feel like you're behind, it's usually because of social media mm-hmm. and viewing everybody's, you know, highlight reel and not their real life. Mm-hmm. And we know people that only post the good things and we know mm-hmm. that there's bad things happening behind the scenes. I mean, I'm guilty of doing that. We all are, (laughs) but I think that's the other piece of it. You, you constantly compare yourself to what you're seeing on social media Mm -hmm. and that's not reality. So I, I find myself nowadays, if there's somebody that I scroll through and that person triggers me, I unfollow them Mm -hmm. or I hide them because I just, it's not worth it to me to sit here and get upset about something that doesn't matter Mm -hmm. makes no impact on my life so why do I care and I think that's when we start comparing ourselves to everybody else like oh she's doing a better job at being a mom than I am 
when in reality she's probably struggling just as much as mm-hmm. I am, but she makes it look like she's not. So it's like unfollow. You're you don't mm-hmm. you're not contributing to my a positive mental health for myself. So Yeah. Just get rid of it. If it triggers you, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good thing too. I I'm gonna like play on that with the dating apps because I know that I have a lot of friends and even family members who are on dating apps, younger cousins, who we kind of have the all the same experiences. And it's always, you know, this idea that we're posting our best pictures on there. The person on the other side of the phone is posting their best pictures. And we come up with this wild idea in our head of what they're going to be like and what they're going to treat us like. And then we go on one date and it's like, oh, it's all, you know, whatever. And then they end up ghosting and mm-hmm. you're sit- sitting there blaming yourself, blaming mm-hmm. yourself that I'm not this or I'm not pretty enough or I'm mm-hmm. not looking like this. Um, so I think also dating apps are pretty horrible in the sense that I know for me, they trigger me that I sit there and I blame myself that I must not be what somebody wants. Therefore, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. But then you think about too, and this is easy for me to say now because I do have a really great relationship and a great husband, but I'm really glad that those other rela- relationships, mm-hmm. if that's what we want to call them, I'm glad that they didn't work out because yeah. what what would I be doing now? I would be, I, I can think, but I mean, I've never been someone that had serious boyfriends. That just was never my style. I'm much more like, if I don't feel like I have a connection with you, I don't, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to waste my time. But some of the people that I did, you know, stay a little bit longer like what what yeah. would I be doing? My life would be miserable. I'd probably have a few kids and I would mm-hmm. be a miserable human being in a life that I don't want. So at the end of the day, it doesn't work out for a reason. Mm-hmm. And you should be thankful that it doesn't work out because yeah. there's reasons why. If you if you have to force a relationship and mm-hmm. you know, what do they say? Push a circle into a square mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Whatever that term yeah. is. If you have to do that, then something's wrong. It should be it's not always going to be easy, but it should be pretty effortless. You shouldn't yeah. have to try to make things work. It should just work because, yeah. So when when things don't work out, it's not your fault. Even mm-hmm. though I I've I've done that to myself too. I've blamed myself. Mm-hmm. What could I have done to make this better? But at yeah. the end of the day, who cares? Well, that's true. It's good. It's good that it didn't work out. Yeah. Same thing with friends. There's a reason why your friends did not make it to you. People from your past didn't make it to your future. There's a reason. Yeah. So just accept that. No, that's true. I, Easier said than done, yeah. but... Well, and you, I think you said it once, um, like you got it from like a church sermon or something about like 99% of the time it has to do with the other person and it has nothing to oh, do yeah. with you. Yeah. Like we have no idea what the other person's going through or what nope. they're looking for, Mm-mm. but we automatically put the blame on us that we Mm -hmm. weren't good enough for a relationship to exist. There was, this very rarely happens, but there was a situation where there was a guy that I was, I don't know if I would say I was dating him, but, um, he finally, I kind of got closure there because he finally, he saw me one time and said, I just want you to know that everything that was going on had nothing to do with you. I'm Mm -hmm. an alcoholic and I entered rehab. So he's like, it had nothing to do with you and nothing that you were doing was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was all me. But I sat there the whole time like, what am I yeah. doing wrong? What if I did this? What if I did that? Yeah. It had nothing to do with me. He was an mm-hmm. addict and he had issues on his own and demons that he had to fight. So it it didn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. And it really, most of the time it doesn't. Yeah. We make it about ourselves, but 
it's not about us. It's usually not about us. No. No, that's a good thing to keep in mind. It is easier said than done. I know that I've had... I've had it happen numerous times where I date a guy for a couple of weeks or months and then he ghosts me and it's the same vicious cycle of what did I do wrong and you spend, you know, hours and days and nights thinking, you know, what could I have changed and what could I have said differently. But yeah, it's a good reminder at the end of the day that it really has usually nothing to do with you. Mm -mm. Yeah. Like there was another story of a guy that we had been out on a few dates. This was a long time ago and I was like, I thought we really liked each other. He'd completely ghosted me. I found mm. out like six months later that he had gotten fired from his job and he didn't have a job anymore. So instead mm. of telling me, he like, hey, I, I don't have a job. I don't feel comfortable dating a girl with no job. Mm-hmm. He just ghosted me. So, of course, I was like, what did I do wrong? What did mm. I do wrong? Well, he lost his job. It was yeah. his insecurity, not mine. Dang, it would be so wild to talk to people who have ghosted <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to go back I've and talk ghosted? to... Well, I think I've ghosted too, but like, I'd love to go back and talk to the guys who have ghosted me and been like, so tell me why you did it. Is it because you lost your job? <laughs> or is it just because he didn't like me? <laughs> I had one guy who told me that his... Well, I shouldn't say that because what if he listens? What is it? The guy who told me that his dad was in heart surgery. You're not... You shouldn't lie about things like that. Yeah. That's bad karma. I had one guy who I'm pretty 99.9% sure that he lied about his dad having a serious medical condition as a reason to never speak to me again, which is really sad and unfortunate. And I do hope that if his dad did have a serious heart condition, that he's doing okay, but man, oh, oh I man. feel like he didn't. Yeah, I don't either. But it'd be wild to think about all the guys that have ghosted me to ask them, like, so tell me why But think when you ghosted somebody, I mean, I've ghosted people because it's easier to just stop talking to someone than to yeah. be like, hey, I, I don't like Which you. Which is but so lame. It's so stupid because just, I mean, just give the person the respect to say, hey, I, I just don't see us working out that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. You're a great person, but I just, yeah. you know, instead we just, we ghost them and then. Because it's easier. We all go through this stupid cycle mm-hmm. of what did I do wrong? Yeah. Which is unhealthy. When really we're all just too afraid to text mm-hmm. the other person yeah so question then if you could put yourself in my because were you did you meet rock when you were my age Were you guys were together I, was, I had just turned 28 so yeah you were you're my 29 age. no i had just turned 28 i think so you guys mm-hmm. were dating mm-hmm. and when did you guys get married how old were you 31 31 so you're 34 yeah. right now yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's 28 plus I just six. turned 34. Okay. And Rock will be 36 in March. Ooh. In March, yeah. Okay. So if you could look back and tell, like, your 26-year-old self or 27-year-old self or yourself during those times when you maybe found yourself, like, being sad that you weren't in a relationship or looking mm-hmm. at people who were your age and were dating or engaged, what mm-hmm. would you tell your younger self now looking back? that what's meant to be in your life will happen when it's Mm -hmm. time and that looking at those people maybe those friends that got married long ago or the people that you know they're in relationships now the grass isn't always greener Mm -hmm. and just because somebody's married doesn't mean they're happily married Mm -hmm. just because someone's in a long-term relationship doesn't mean that they're happy we mm-hmm. you you know people that mm-hmm. you know are not in they they just stay because it's easy to stay mm-hmm. but if you truly wait and don't settle it, it will come yeah absolutely yeah. and if you believe that then and I do then you just have to wait mm-hmm. 
Well, I guess and when I, I met living. Rock, it was like a missing puzzle piece. It really did feel that way. People say that kind of stuff, and you're like, yeah, okay. It really did feel that way. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think I said it at your wedding, and Rock's best man also said it at your wedding during our speeches, mm-hmm. that you guys both texted. <laughs> My sister texted me, and Rock's, Rock, Rock texted, texted his best, best friend, friend mm-hmm. on like their first or second date that they were... They knew they were going to marry each other. Mm-hmm. And at my sister's wedding, uh, his best man, Ryan, mm-hmm. and I both said a speech. And we both said that exact same thing. <laughs> they texted us both and said, I'm going to marry this person. Mm-hmm. Um, which is wild to think that you, I guess when it's you true when know. you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. And that's, but should we talk about the fact that we just watched the, t- <laughs> the Tindler Swindler and now Tindler Swindler. Now you should never be on a dating app ever again. Well, I'm sorry, but if someone asked me for $30,000, I would laugh because I don't have $30,000. And you definitely wouldn't take out a loan. I couldn't get a loan. I wouldn't be approved yeah. for a loan. I could barely get approved for my car loan, let alone a $250,000 loan for Simon Levive. Whatever his name is. The Tindler Swindler. If you haven't watched it, you definitely should. It's wild. And if you're on Tinder or any of the dating apps, it's don't wild. Don't send people money. Yeah, I guess moral of the story is don't wire people money who are asking for money who claim to be billionaires. But it's actually really good. So bad. But these poor girls, it's a good, it's a good uh, mm-hmm. sort of thing to add on here that these poor girls, I mean, the girl on the show is even saying, like, I wish, I'm just searching for true love. And even after this really horrible experience where she just wasted $250,000 on this Mm-hmm. con artist she's back on tinder looking for love mm-hmm. and it just goes to show that we are willing to do anything to find love quite literally we are yeah. willing to take out loans for hundreds of thousands of dollars if we think at the end of that we're going to have someone fall in love with us that's what's crazy to me well it's the same thing with people in like plastic surgery mm-hmm. people think that they have to look a certain way or be a certain way so they mm-hmm. do all these things to and they're not and happy. And you're not authentic and yeah. you're not happy. No, that's a good, yeah. That's, yeah. I like we, that. We do a lot of things to make other people mm-hmm. view us in a certain way. Yeah. And that's, that's where you get in trouble. That's unfortunate. And that's social media for you. It's really sad when you have to think about the fact that you can't be yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's my, I'm 100% myself with my current friends and with my husband. And that's. That's got to feel good. Yeah, if it does feel good. Yeah, because I don't feel like the people I that I dated. to be anything. No, and I, I think looking back, even on the guys that I've gone on like a couple of dates with or long-term relationships, mm-hmm. I don't think I could have ever been truly myself. No, and that's Because I was either too much or not enough. Yeah. Or too this or too that. Um, so yeah, I want to be, mm-hmm. I want to be with someone who accepts me for who I am and mm-hmm. uh, lets me be who I am completely, not... And then we also talked too about like with mm-hmm. with someone that we know who's going through dating. It's like, well, don't don't do that because you might scare her away, or don't mm-hmm. do this because you might, you know, she might not. But at the end of the day, like, be yourself. If that's what you want to do, if you want to send her flowers, then send her flowers. If that mm-hmm. might creep her out, well, then she's not the person for you. Yeah, like don't alter yourself either because you think that they might not like it. If that's who you are, then that's who you are. And if they don't like it or they can't hang with it then you don't want to be with that person anyways and they're not the right person for you and that's also true with like expectations like now going forward when I date I mean my standards or my expectations are higher than they were five or six years ago and so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go back on my standards or expectations just because I might have the opportunity to have somebody love me oh Um, yeah 
And so I like that. It's like, if you want to send someone flowers or I like to talk to people on the phone. And yeah. if I have somebody in my life who's like, mm, don't call me. That's weird to me. Cause I like to talk to people on the phone. Well, don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's why I don't, that's why I just FaceTime. You to talk I don't to want to talk on the phone. <laughs> But it's true. Like you have to find someone. I always thought who that was wants... so creepy when guys would call and be like, why? "Hey," I'm just like, "I don't. Why are you calling me? Why? Because I don't know you. But what if you did know? I that? don't want to talk to people anyways. But what if like Rock calls you now? You don't care. <laughs> well, no. And, it, and when I answer the phone, he's like, "You always sound so miserable when you answer the phone because you are because <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk on the phone. Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good thing to keep in mind. Like you should you should be yourself when you're yeah, entering absolutely. into a relationship because otherwise. You're being fake. Yeah. The true you is going to come out at some point and it's going to scare somebody <laughs> <laughs> that I've been in the same clothes for the last 12 hours that I don't wash my hair all the time. I like... don't either. <laughs> and I mean, it is what it is. No, be yourself. Yeah, that's true. I like that. Because the other thing too, just a funny random thought. When Rock and I were first dating and he would spend the night, I wouldn't wash my face at night before I went to bed. And I hate going to That's bed gross. without a clean face. Yeah. But my makeup, like, I didn't want him to see me without makeup. And then I finally, like, washed my face. And he was like, you are, like, so pretty without makeup. Yeah, of course. But, of course, I'm thinking I look much better with, like, mm. mascara, you know, all over my eyes because I have makeup on. But really, like, Ugh. that's, yeah, you know. Well, if you think about it, like, long term in a relationship, yeah. you're going to look a lot worse than no makeup. Now I don't ever wear makeup. <laughs> We also work from home, so there's really no reason to like get but yeah, yourself. Yeah, I would say up. just just be yourself from the beginning, and if they don't like you, then bye. Yeah, that's true. And if you they want to be with that person, dollars, bye. <laughs> or thirty thousand, I guess they would. He wouldn't come out and ask for three hundred k. That's first. ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. No, that was a that was an interesting. Yeah. I don't know what you call that a documentary. It's scary. It's a creepy one, but yeah, yeah. Well. Any last minute those are my golden thoughts. nuggets? Nope. Those are my thoughts. Okay. Well, my thoughts are I will continue to look for love. <laughs> Just <laughs> not on Tinder or Hinge or Bumble because I'm not on any of those. But people meet people that way. They do. I know people who are I know a lot of people that, who have gotten married and yeah. they've met somebody off Hinge. Um, so I'm not, I am not dissing if you want to be on Tinder Just be or open. Hinge. Um, I think I've just had enough poor experiences yeah. where I'm yeah. just taking like a good detox and it's hard living my life. I have a lot of good things going for me. I have good mm-hmm. friends. I have good relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have a cool cat. Things yeah, focus on the things that are in, that you enjoy in your life now, and because mm-hmm. I want to be able to, uh, I want to bring somebody into my life who fits into all of those mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. And wants to hang out with my friends. And that mm-hmm. I want to hang out with and my friends. Yeah. Whereas every guy that I've dated in the last you know year or two, it's like, I could never see me bringing you around my friends. Yeah, because they suck. <laughs> you realize... Not my friends. No, not your friends. You, you realize yes. when you stop seeing someone, you're like, my God, why did I waste my time? Like, you suck. Yeah. I don't even like, I don't like being around you. But I... And you... Something that you've always told me, because I've always... I always text my sister when I'm in on, like, these hinge situations. And you've always been the one to say, you should... You should, like, reassess the situation and figure out, like, do you actually like this person? Yeah, don't give them the power. Because... A lot of times I go into these first mm-hmm. hinge dates and I'm like, you know, have these you always go in that rose colored glasses on mm-hmm. because I'm looking for somebody to just be my mm-hmm. husband in mm-hmm. the next six months. 
Um, and I look past all of the flaws and all of the red flags and I forget to even actually sit down later that night and be like, mm, do I actually like this person? Because mm-hmm. now looking back, none of the guys that I've dated recently that I've, I've actually liked in yeah, the moment I did. You were just trying so hard to mm-hmm. make it fit because that's, that's what, I wanted. what you wanted. Yeah. But yeah, if you, you have to not give them the power. No. Which is also a really good thing to keep in mind. Step back and do you want to be with that person? Because if yeah. you don't, then... Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Tindler Swindler. <laughs> okay, well, this is so far my longest episode. 24 minutes and 27 seconds. But it was fun to have a guest on of my podcast. Yay. This is what I hope to have on in the future, not my sister. I mean, you could come back on. That's rude. <laughs> but like people, I want people to come on and like have fun yeah, conversations because yeah. mm-hmm. I think it's exciting to have other people and other perspectives, mm-hmm. especially someone who's, you know, old and married with two kids. Oh, yeah. She actually, I'm, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably see all the pictures I post of them, but they are the cutest babies in the world. They're, I might be biased, but. They're exhausting, but they're adorable. But they're cute. And I want to give a shout out to Amanda's husband, my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. who has said that he doesn't watch these podcasts to listen to them all the way through. He just listens to snippets. So I hope he listens to this snippet. I'm going to shout him out that we got dinner from the place that he is a chef at, and it was phenomenal. So thank you, Rock. Because on Valentine's Day, if you have a chef for a husband, you don't really get Valentine's Day because they're working. Yes. So luckily my sister was here to spend Valentine's Day with me. So we had steak and... Brussels sprouts. It was delicious. Baked potato. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was really good. So shout yeah. out to Rock. I hope you listen to this snippet. If not, you won't hear your shout out, but whatever. That's all. Well, that's it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, we hope that you enjoyed our conversation <laughs> about the Tindler Swindler and Hinge and dating and marriage and all that jazz. If yeah. you didn't make it this far... Well, then you bye. won't hear this message. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't make this far, then bye. Well, again, thanks for listening. And uh, if you guys want to be on my podcast, let me know. You have to live in the area, of course. I don't know how to do, like, I'm not I'm not Super Joe Rogan or someone. Fa- yeah, like, I don't have the ability to get people on my podcast from other countries or states. So you have to live, <laughs> you have to live in Seattle or the surrounding area. If not, Bye. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I'll chat with you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye.